Welcome to Business Mentorship Keeping It Real, where we feature entrepreneurs and enterprise leaders who share their business stories in our guest blog found on shareyourstories.online. Our guest is Janice Brown, a respiratory therapist, a yoga instructor, and intuition expert. And we're going to discuss how Janice is teaching C-suite leaders, athletes, and individuals how to use this communication skill. And Janice joins us from Kitchener, Ontario. Welcome. Thank you. How's it going? It's really going well, considering that it's uh, it's beautiful outside. It's a wonderful time of year. And I thought we would start by you giving us a sort of an overall, not description, but more definition of what is intuition. Because interestingly enough, I was chatting with folks this week and they said, well, what really is intuition? <laughs> Uh, that's a fair question with a with a really broad definition. So I often say it's the highest level of knowing available to us. But it's also that that connection to whatever you believe in. So when we pray and we ask, that goes to for some of us that's God or Allah, it's the universe, it's spirit, it's source. But intuition is the way that that whatever higher essence or higher energy communicates back to us. So it's how we get our answers, which I think is just efficient and beautiful in so many ways. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, when you speak to C-suite leaders who have sort of reached the pinnacle of their career as far as they would like to go, or you even speak to an athlete who's got a really lofty goal in mind, everybody talks about this thing that they call gut instinct and how they sort of they they put it out there in terms of what they're looking to achieve you know they've done their vision boards or they may do meditation or that you know all of the types of tools that we know will help us get to our goals but the thing that everybody references is that god instinct so when you're working with a c-suite leader how do you how do you get them to tap into it how do you even begin to discuss the subject so it doesn't sound too woohoo interestingly enough c-suite leaders are the ones who actually are like, tell me more because they've done it without knowing that they've done it. They're right. aware that it's there, but they're the ones who are going, oh my gosh, I can actually like, there's more to know about this. So they're the easy ones. They're the ones who just want to talk about it, but it really is just showing them that heightened level of awareness and how to translate it into, to answers and clarity and direction. Right. So it's, it's, like for athletes and for, for leaders and just for individuals who want that level of clarity and efficiency with their energy of like, let's make a decision, let's expand what's possible and let's get it like beyond what people think is possible. That's the, the next step is what I teach them is I'm like, you know, you have it. Let's just use it Nurture efficiently. It. Right. Now, you took a huge leap of faith. I mean, you quit your job. You said, okay, you know, you weren't happy with what you were doing and the circumstances of your life. And you said, okay, I'm just going to go for it. I'm, I'm, you know, going to go into this new venture. So give our viewing and listening audience an indication as to how that worked. Because, you know, we all get to a space and age and, and time where we think, hmm, maybe we should sort of throw in the towel and try something new. But, you know, our gut instinct says, are you crazy? Like, you can't do that. So what, give us a little bit of an insight as to what gave you the confidence to pursue that. Well, I'm going to flip that just a little bit because it's not a leap of faith. That, that voice that says, are you crazy, is actually your ego. 
and ego is a good thing in, in certain situations and it's not a good thing in other situations. So it's really being able to know when it's supporting you and when it's not. But that leap of faith was actually me following my intuition. That was me trusting the energy. And it's a very real thing mm-hmm. when you know what you're listening for. And this is where I find a lot of people have, have that disconnect with intuition because they feel like it's out there and it's really ambiguous and it's very, very vague. But when I walk people through and say, this is what it is you're trusting, that trust becomes very, very easy. And that's what happened to me. I was like, okay, this is the next step. It's the most obvious. It's the most logical thing. And everybody's going, well, that's such a leap of faith. Like it's, it's so secure what you've got. And I was like, actually the next step is so secure Mm -hmm. that not doing it would be crazy. Right. Right. So if someone was looking for a tangible, you know, it's a learnable skill. So, I mean, I think we all have intuition, just some of us are better at listening to it than others or being able to identify it. So if there was something tangible within yourself that you could give our viewing and listening audience for advice to say, well, okay, well, what is it? Is it like this voice in my head? Is it a feeling in the pit of my stomach? Is it, what is it? Is there, is, and I'm sure it varies from person to person, but is there something that you can give folks to say, okay, if this is what's happening to you, this is probably your intuition trying to speak to you. Absolutely. It's, you're right. It's different for everybody, which is why knowing how your intuition works is so important, but it's very simple and complex all at the same time. So if you just close your eyes and relax for a moment and take a breath in, and just notice what expands and then exhale and notice what softens and then do that one more time inhale notice what expands but also notice what isn't expanding and then exhale and soften notice what softens notice what maybe doesn't soften so that at your very baseline is intuition. You're looking for flow or that expansion. You're looking for that kind of holding or resistance. And that's a very basic level, right? But now if you take a concept, like take money or take success, notice how that changes. Notice how that expansion, maybe you find more resistance. It doesn't want to expand, right? And then get a very specific question of like, should I make this move? Does it feel like it's going to expand? Are you like, yes, yes, yes. Or you feel like, Ooh, no. And if it's either way, if it's a yes or a no, you can ask more questions and you can get that kind of feeling response. Or for some of us, it's a very cerebral kind of a mental imagery or dialogue. So it's just knowing I walked you through a physical example. Cause I would say 90% of people are, are physical, but then there's also kind of that cerebral or, or mental element too. And it it really is just knowing how you work and then looking for where that flow and expansion is and where it also isn't. You know, I can see where having someone like yourself, because I also took a look at your website and you have an online program that you can Mm -hmm. take, which is more self-study based. And I love that you give people a description of what's involved. So it's not you don't go into it blind and say, well, what the heck am I actually going to get out of it? Besides knowing my, intu- what do I have to do? So yeah. I kind of love that you outline it on your website to give people more insight into what's involved. So what's the commitment? What do you actually have to do in order to tap into this? Because let's face it, if we want results, we have to take action. Yeah, I think you're exactly right on that. What's involved is really, I teach an eight week 
program. It's an hour a week. And then I say 10 minutes of practice each day, because as much as I'm teaching intuition, I don't believe in blind faith. Actually, I want you to know, I want you to have that certainty and that clarity and that knowing, because it feels amazing when you're like, heck yes, it's so good. So it's just eight hours of study plus about 10 minutes of practice each day. And I walk you through exercises to make it real. Right. I, I don't ask for blind faith. I say, don't make the big business decision in the first week, but let's test it out so right. that you know what it is you're trusting so that it is real and you can rely on it. And then you're just life flows because you, you know, the decision, you have the confidence, right. To yeah. make the decision. You know, I really love the practicality and the approach that you have by saying, you know, let's take baby steps. You know, let's not take the make the big elephant in the room decision that may be sitting in the back of your mind that you really want to get to. (laughs) But let's take some little baby steps along the way to say, okay, so yes, this does work. And yes, I do feel confident. Mm -hmm. And hey, this is giving me an awful lot more pleasure, acceptance and understanding in life. Because that's really what we're all going for, right? I mean, at the end of the day, we all want to be accepted by a community and feel good about what it is that we're doing. Absolutely. So in terms of your personal practice, so give me an indication as to what kind of skills I may have to have if I'm thinking of being your client, because we need to have a baseline of understanding before you can actually get to the success formula. So what, what would I need as a potential client or the skills that I would need to have as a potential client in order to actually get to a success place with you? I've never been asked that actually. Oh my goodness. That's a great question. But honestly, I mean, like, do I need, do I need to be open? Do I need, um, you know, to be honest with myself? Do I need to have a real tap on integrity? You know, like there's gotta be some sort of qualities that you have found in your clients that are consistent or common amongst all mostly of them. just curious oh. mostly just like you want to know more and you you know that there's something more out there you just don't know exactly what that is right and often i would say most people who come to me are just like tired of the overwhelm ah okay so it may be something that they're experiencing rather than feeling right yeah they're overwhelmed with trying to make decisions and so they're trying to make them easier yeah and they just want more right it's it's that streamlined flow of i know and i'm confident and i like the level of joy in life really goes up when you don't have to spend so much energy kind of like should i shouldn't i i don't know what's the right thing for me and we live in a very noisy world So kind of just helps. It's, it's the best description I have for it is like coming home to yourself. It's for those people who are ready to really come home, really to step into their, their knowing and their power. So I'm sure that you've got a business plan because, you know, or even if, if it's not written down, it's in your, in your mind as to where it is that you'd like to go. So you've been in business for a few years, you've been working with clients and you've obviously achieved a level of success. You've accomplished some goals, obviously going outside your comfort zone, because doing an online program is no, it's not for the faint of heart either. I mean, that takes a lot of commitment. So what's in the future? Where do you see the future of your business? Because we all get to a stage where we say, okay, what's the expansion plan? Or is it the opposite? Is it just the continuum of the success that you're currently appreciating? I... One, I'm appreciating it because it's Mm. so much fun to see people just go, oh my gosh, I get it. Make the connection, right? Yeah, right. The light bulb moment. 
oh my God, so many light bulb moments. They're like, oh, yeah. this makes sense. And like, this happens all the time. I, now I know what to do with it. I'm like, yes, right. that's, that's what we want. Right. But my goal now is to work with corporations. I have two goals, work with corporations to target the employees as well, because along with intuition and being able to trust yourself comes huge mental health benefits, mental well-being. Like this is beyond mental resiliency because you just know. Right. Um, and then also working with more professional sports teams. Ah, okay. Well, that's really interesting because those two dynamics are talking about groups and mm -hmm. the attitudes of those groups and how they feel to make a connection to the organizations that we work for. I mean, we've all been in corporate, right? We've all started at the bottom of the ladder and worked our way up or got to a certain space in the organization and said, okay, this is either for me or I'm going to dovetail into something else. And that's usually because your inner voice or your intuition is telling you to do something else, right? Mm -hmm. So wonderful point with corporations. So how do you take that, the synergy of being in an organization that obviously has a mission and vision statement because everybody's very much aware of what their companies, what, what are their companies trying to do? What are we trying to achieve? So connecting with those organizations is becoming even more important. And I, is, there, is there a sweet spot in terms of the number of employees relative to the size of the company? Does that work? Does that come into play at all? Um, usually I found at least getting into companies, you're working with a team or department. So the, the number is anywhere usually from like 10 to 75. Ah, okay. And it, it really just depends because every time I go in, I say, okay, what do you guys know about intuition? I want to build on what you've got. Right. Right. So then it, it's fun because then they're, they're interested and it oddly enough gives space. You'd be surprised how many people in corporate go, like, I always know when a colleague is pregnant, even before they, <laughs> like, everybody's like secretly intuitive, but they don't talk about it. And this gives so them true. a space to really bring that part of themselves to yeah, the forefront. That's so true. Say, Okay, this is part of who I am. Yeah, and I can see the the translation into the athletic space because um, you know a team is obviously trying to get to a goal, whether it's an individual goal or a team goal, and so usually it's to win. Um, however, sometimes it may just be to have fun and play the the game, depending on the level of the of the organization. You know the. I have a park at the end of my street and, you know, I see all the kids and their t-shirts are down to their ankles, you know, like they're running around chasing the <laughs> soccer ball or they're trying to play baseball and they're so tiny and their t-shirts are huge. And there's this whole pack of them and they're all going, you know, after the ball or whatever it is that they're playing. Yeah. So, but then when you change the level of commitment based on the type of athleticism, so as they move through the ranks of professionalism or individualism to try to get to a, a, a level of success, I can see where that would be a really interesting tool. So how do you teach a bunch of individuals who are trying to get to a common goal to come together when there's all this chaos happening in, in a sports activity? The beautiful thing is there's people, the, I'll say this, the most common question I get is how does intuition work? And I break that down into multiple parts. Like how in general does it work? How does it work with the individual? And then how do you apply it? Right. Right. And so as, as clients are kind of like moving up athletically to different levels of sport or competition, especially in a team thing, you know, I teach them how it works with them individually. And the beautiful thing is when they see that everybody works differently, they hold space. 
for how that person works and they start to trust that person and because when we when we initially find out we're different it's like oh but that doesn't work well it doesn't work because it doesn't work for you but it works for them right and so we hold that space but then we talk about in terms of like applying it okay we all have that common goal and we can all do our individual parts for it so there's actually a more powerful coming together of like right the championship right 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 this is where we're all coming together and we can each tend to our own needs and we can show up as the absolute best athlete with everything going for us. You know, that's a really good point because we all, when you're on a team, it's the collective success of the team that gets to the goal, right? It's never one individual that takes the team to success. You have to collectively work together and understanding that your strength may not be someone else's strength. And how do you bring that strength out? in them in order right that that yeah. must be a real wonderful light bulb moment when mm-hmm. someone realizes how someone else sees the game or what their strengths and weaknesses are um, to be able to play on those and make them better at what it is that they do absolutely and to the higher level connection between the players right really elevates that right and you can sure. see that translate on the field and you can see it translate in in competition so it's so much fun because it's them doing it. And I think right. that's the important part for me when I teach intuition is I don't want to tell you how you're supposed to do it. I want to tune you in so that you're empowered. Right. So that you can elevate your game. And you you know through multiple levels of success as well. When it comes from you rather than somebody else saying, this is what you should do, this is what you should do. When you kind right. of elevate yourself to that level, it's so much more satisfying. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I can see, and you know, even in a in a, a small business, you know, we're all trying to collaborate with like-minded people. I mean, there's I think the statistic is right now that we've got almost 80% of the entrepreneurial businesses in Canada and in the United States have less than five employees. So we're obviously collaborating with other entrepreneurs who have skills that we don't have because clearly we're trying to engage their services to help us fill the gaps in what we're looking for. So what a wonderful way to be able to make those heartfelt connections or thoughtful connections with someone who you just know is going to be able to help you elevate your own level of success. So if there was a a question or something that uh, a solopreneur or a small business person could look for, because the the strategic alliance is hugely important, right? Being able to make a human connection. So when we're meeting people or when we're interviewing people or when we're trying to decide who we may like to make that connection with, is there a particular question or an approach that they could use that will say, ah, now that's what I'm looking for? Because I think that's really ambiguous too for a lot of folks when they're getting to a place where they're trying to expand. Yeah, the biggest thing is keep in mind what that end goal is. Because intuition is kind of like your your car GPS, your navigation system, right? You've got to set a destination Mm -hmm. and then you're going to get feedback as to whether or not this person is aligned with that, right? Is this the best person or is there hesitation in that? Because if you're hesitating, something's not quite right and there's something better. Uh, that's fantastic advice because I think what that's what we're looking for, right? Like sometimes we're clearly stuck or we're overwhelmed and we're looking to make a heartfelt connection or a business connection or a, however the relationship status will be. So I think having the end game in mind is a really wonderful way for our viewing and listening audience to be able to take that and try to practically apply it 
to mm -hmm. um, taking those little baby steps, right? Yeah, makes a huge, huge difference. And I think that's probably where a lot of us kind of, I don't want to say our downfall, but where we might get tripped up is right. we, we have the short-term goal, which is great. And maybe you just need somebody to get through that short-term goal, but we also have this big vision. Right. That we need so, to share, right? That we need to share. It yeah, needs to get out sure. there. Yeah, for sure. Now, one of the things that we do in the guest blog is we ask folks to share three words of advice to make a connection with the people who are reading their stories. And yours are authentically go forward. So maybe you could wrap up our discussion today by telling us why those three words are important to you. Those words are important to me because it's such a beautiful, that coming home feeling, right? When you're authentic to yourself and there's a lot of noise in our world and there's a lot of what you should be doing and how you should be doing it and how you should think and how you should look. But when you're authentic to yourself, you're going to know what's right for you and you're going to have more energy and you're going to be more in a state of flow and you're going to match with the right things. So when you can be authentically, you know, holding that vision, you're going to authentically move forward. Well, I think that that's really a wonderful way for us to wrap up our conversation because you've not only given us a lot of things to think of, but you've given us some practical tools that we can take forward to try to hone in on our yeah. actual, um, you know, intuition and see how that may manifest itself into something that will give us um, the success that we're looking for. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This was a blast. I loved it. Oh, I, you know what? It's keeping it real, right? We never know. It's live and unscripted. And I absolutely <laughs> love the dynamics of making that connection. So um, thank you so much for being open. And I know that our viewing and listening audience are going to grab their pen and pencil and they'll have a few notes to take away. So thank you so much. Thank you. I'd like to thank you for joining us today for this edition of Keeping It Real, where we introduce you to the person behind the logo. If you'd like to connect with our guest, you'll find Janice's contact information in the description portion below. I'm Trish Tonai, founder and host of the series. And if you're interested in sharing your business story, visit our website at shareyourstories.online and subscribe to our channel, Business Mentorship Keeping It Real. Thanks again for tuning in, and we look forward to meeting you next time when we share another great idea.